0: Music <laughs> Hey guys, this is V and I'm here with Labs for another episode of Geist All Crypto. Hi there. And today we are gonna start with major news from a very, very wild week. That was this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, last week we were right here and I said that BTC had just broke the 8k at the time. And I was saying maybe next week we will be here again and saying it broke 9k. I could not expect to be able to say that it not only broke 9k, it also broke 10k, and for a few hours
0: it broke 11k. So that was fucking insane. Um, yes, uh, it it was it was quite unexpected um, because suddenly. Uh, instead of uh, 10K getting some resistance, when it got to 10K, um, everybody start, started talking about it. And so more and more people started um, investing on Bitcoin, you No know, people that haven't invested yet. And that was, in my opinion, what made Bitcoin price grow. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think
1: there are a lot of factors to have into account. Um... Definitely, there was one of it of them. People were really excited about 9k, and not not like two days after it broke 9k, it actually broke 10k. And um, I mean, yeah. it was massive. And there, in my opinion, there are like a lot of things contributing to this massive growth. Yeah. I mean, everyone expects BTC to grow. Everyone expected BTC to grow, but not this fast. Uh, and I think there's not only new people coming in because there are a lot of new people coming in but there's also a lot of big money coming in from a lot of big companies. We have examples of the um, CME group which is going to start trading uh, doing leverage with Bitcoin next year. This is one of the biggest leverage trading groups in the world. They, They literally are the biggest one and for them to start doing this kind of business they have to first buy a lot of Bitcoins for themselves so they can like uh, allow people on your platform uh, to do these kind of trades. So that obviously is going to, you know, move the markets because there's a lot of new cash from these big companies, these big uh, markets really coming in. And and yeah, I mean, I think it's a very big factor. And not only the, the market cap, uh, not only the price of Bitcoin, but also the market cap. I mean, one week ago, we were at... 250 million round USD, it grew to an all-time high of 345 million USD. That was nearly 100 million USD dollars being brought into the total market cap.
0: Yes, that was great. that's yeah. true. But also, it corrected itself uh, pretty roughly uh, in the last days, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was like this, I mean, when I started thinking about this show, that we're recording now. I was I was like thinking about good stuff, and a few hours ago, first correction, massive correction. Yep. I mean, there was yeah. if you go and and look at the the total market cap, cap from cryptocurrencies, you can see a major break from three hundred and forty-five million, which was like the all-time high, to like nearly three hundred million. So there was a huge cut here. I'm not
0: quite sure yeah my my portfolio went down like five percent in yeah, the that's last crazy. five hours now it's well recovering less, again and I think
1: possibly you know at most in two days it we will be back there but crazy correction and really unexpected timing too i mean people most people thought it will be right after the 10k because there were like some major major cell walls on 10k some major resistances and uh, but it didn't happen, you know. Bitcoin was like the price was like fighting against those resistance for a while. There were like almost like twenty four hours, which is like huge, you know, in this market right now, in which Bitcoin was like going, getting very close to ten k, and you know, breaking it for a few minutes and then dropping again because there were so many sell orders, and eventually it broke ten k. And from the point it broke ten k, it went, it kept going up. It went from 10K to 11K in a matter of hours. It was crazy. And, uh, I mean, there was a correction. I mean, it's not very surprising. It was, like, pretty massive and, you know, flash. It's almost like a flash crash. I mean, it was so quick and the price dropped, like, a lot. But it's starting to recover right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's normal after um, going up so much to have a big recovery because uh, there are many people... um, who when they see that it goes up and then it stays they are afraid uh, of it coming down and if it starts coming a bit down they start selling and then makes a lot of people sell um especially these new people that invested in bitcoin uh like in this last week which was a lot of people um so this makes the market correct itself but but this is healthy for the market you know if there there is corrections it means that uh bitcoin isn't a bubble because um if it would only go up um it would be a bubble right but if there is corrections means that there are people selling it there are people buying it which makes the environment healthy and um and good for the crypto
1: i mean definitely these corrections kind of prevent from a massive burst weapon, because if there were no corrections, if the price just kept going up and up and up and up, we will get to this we we will get to this point where it just completely crashed like a lot. And th- what these corrections do it's like they make it for a more healthier growth, because instead of like going growing for like months and then dropping eighty percent or something like that or 50% or whatever, it just like grows a lot. And then it drops or breaks a little bit, you know, like 20%, 30% most, most of the times it's even less than that. But on the long term, it's, it's almost like those corrections don't even exist. You know, if you zoom out yeah. the, 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 like the price chart from Bitcoin from the last year and you try to spot the, the corrections of this type in the beginning of the year, you can really spot them because yeah, it doesn't so, matter, so. you know, yeah and uh yeah i mean i got also
0: that's fine um for many uh, including me bitcoin is a long-term uh, asset you know um because i believe in bitcoin in long term uh, i don't know what's going to happen uh, in this next week or in this uh, next two weeks or even in this month but i know that at the end of the year bitcoin will be uh more valuable than than it is right now and that's where uh, i guide myself from in crypto i mean yeah but yeah Definitely. but now um like uh, going into smaller news there was this forbes um forbes crypto uh cryptocurrency twitter channel of forbes um that when bitcoin broke uh, 10k they I, I guess it was uh, on that momentum they they created a channel, uh, um, a Twitter handle, uh, in which they talk about crypto only. I mean, Forbes created a Twitter to talk about crypto, which is fantastic and gives a lot, a lot of credibility and um, and prosperous Bitcoin, right?
1: I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with it and this is starting to happen. I'm not sure if Forbes is the first one to make something like this. Uh, I think I've seen something similar before with other like major channels, but it's definitely a great sign. I mean, Forbes is like a great magazine. It's, it's, it's a very important name and f- they've, they've covered cryptocurrency before, but to create a Twitter dedicated only to cryptocurrencies, you know, that's, that's pretty major.
0: Yeah, it's the shit. And they they even have a newsletter of cryptocurrency and, you know. Uh,
1: Anyway, there are a lot of bullish signs still. There are a lot of really good news for Bitcoin still. Um, Last week, I think we talked about uh, CME Group launching uh, BTC Futures. I've talked about it it already today. Uh, This week, there was some news that Nasdaq, which is, you know, one of the other big boys, is also planning to launch them. So, I mean, if, if that one was good, two is even better. I mean, I don't even know. That's probably going to have a major impact on Bitcoin price. It's just such bullish news, really. And um, they're also starting on early 2018, I think. So that, that's pretty big. They, they will be for sure buying some Bitcoin over uh, over the next few months, which will probably yeah. uh, be very good for the price uh, also. What else we have? Ethereum, it's an all a new all-time high, went over five hundred dollars for the first time ever. A lot of people were really yeah. excited about it because uh, of if you, if you did some technical analysis on you know the price
0: of Ethereum. Graph, I am one of the
1: ones. <laughs> yeah, because people were like really hyped because it was forming this like. Exciting triangle. I don't understand about m- much about like technical analysis, but a lot of people were saying that it was like a very good sign that the price, the price will like break out because it has been quite stable, I guess, for the, the last few months.
0: No, it, it actually it has been growing, but uh, in in a very stable way. You know, just not like Bitcoin because Bitcoin um, grows exponentially, then um, stays the same for a bit, then grows again. Uh, but Ethereum has been stable but growing overall, and right now with this Bitcoin push, Ethereum just went up um, very much, which which is good because I believe Ethereum is very healthy. I I love the Ethereum team, and I believe that it's it's really the future uh, of cryptocurrency. And if I if I have to bet on one crypto, I would bet definitely on Ethereum because I think that um, it, it's very stable, it's very healthy, it's very well done, and uh, it has a great team behind it, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: definitely. I have to agree with you. And um, you know, people really are waiting for a breakout. A lot of people are saying that 2K18 is probably even going to be better for Ethereum, and I can agree with them because ethereum growth even though it it had a growth for the last few months it was a stable one like you said and it's such a good project you know such an important one too. it's the second biggest you know cryptocurrency um that you know at some point i think it will just boom so it's definitely a great investment on the long term uh also on major you know uh marks we have ltc which crossed 100 dollars for the first time ever also an new all-time high pretty cool i'd say it's one of the old coins always been there
0: yeah it's good it's meh, it's, yeah
1: on some other news um so for the, those of you who are into bitcoin cash some of you might know roger ver is some of you might not so uh for those of you who don't know roger ver is this guy that has been in the ecosystem for a very long time uh, he got into Bitcoin very early. He helped a lot of like Bitcoin companies and the coin itself developing, and um, he has he had a really good reputation for a very long amount of time. He was you know uh, loved by most of the community, but then he started like dropping a little bit when you know Bitcoin Cash was released. He started being associated with it a lot. Is right now he's one of the faces of Bitcoin Cash along with a few others. And uh, this week he gave this interview, or not really interview, it was more like a, deba- a debate, a live debate against um, another guy, uh, which I believe it's called Bitcoin Error Lock. I mean, the interview was just, or the debate was just, you know, terrible. I mean, it was pretty much this debate about Bitcoin versus Bitcoin Cash. They were discussing a few of the key elements like Uh, What are the advantages of one or the other? They were pretty much discussing it in a very normal way, I guess. But at at some point, Roger Ver has this thing where he gets really pissed at people for calling Bitcoin Cash Bcash. He takes it literally as an insult. He had said it earlier on Twitter. And this guy, he just kept referring to Bitcoin Cash as Bcash. And, uh, I mean, the guy at some point just completely lost his mind. I mean, it was very what? unprofessional. He started like calling the other dude names. He went on this like huge ego trip, saying he was a self-made millionaire and the other dude was a nobody. Uh, he was. He started calling shit on the other dude's project. Uh, a lot yeah. of stuff like it was very That's unprofessional. At some be. point, he literally rose his middle finger <laughs> to the guy, and he rage quit the interview, which was like the most. What? You know, the face of one of the biggest. Crypto uh, cryptocurrencies, which is Bitcoin Cash. They're doing this in an interview online in front of like a lot of people because of nothing, really. Because the guy was calling Bitcoin Cash Cash. I mean, was so unprofessional. It really...
0: Yeah, you know, and what I think about um, Bitcoin Cash is uh, it's good, you know, like, the technology is good. Uh, it has some position in the market so it's just not... It's not... Uh, like a, a shitty fork you know it's it's decent the thing is their argument is okay we have lower fees yeah that's all right it's good uh we we have quicker transactions yeah that's good also uh but now the thing is why not to use then vertcoin for example uh, or why not to use them uh, then another shit million of coins much better than bitcoin cash um that, that you have um yeah that you have around there you know just like vertcoin for example um like it, it doesn't really differentiate itself from the others you know
1: i mean the, the whole point of bitcoin cash is that it is a bitcoin fork so pretty much what the people behind it believe is that bitcoin is no longer what it was supposed to be yeah and this happened because of Segwit. and uh so, Segwit pretty much, and they change the technology to the point where what Segwit does is pretty much it grabs the signatures from, uh, uh, like the transactions and it kind of places them somewhere else. So pretty much it's this complex thing on the blockchain, but it doesn't really affect much. But they were not into the technology and so they decided to take a different approach to the technology, and I think that's okay. And um, you know, so, so they they work differently now. You know, like. Bitcoin Cash has way faster transaction times, has way lower fees, and I think that's their sell point. And I think it's okay for them to be to be doing this. Yeah, I think yeah, it's definitely. a good alternative because you know people might not trust other you know cryptocurrencies, and Bitcoin Cash is still very yeah. community driven in a way. And I feel like it's good for Bitcoin to have some competition. Yeah, uh, that, I
0: think it, that's a point. Yeah, I agree with you.
1: And since, since Bitcoin is referred as a sort of digital gold now, at least until there's a new technology that allows it to be a, cur- a currency, I think we need something to be used as a currency. And I think Bitcoin Cash, at least for now, is doing exactly that. So I don't really see a much of a problem with the technology. But then my problem with it is that like these people that stand behind it are so like bad because they, use, they sometimes do some really stupid stuff like roger right? and they end up giving this good piece of technology that has a decent community behind it a really bad image and uh i i mean it's not like bitcoin core supporters are more like reasonable some of them are like pretty you know childish i'd say but i mean it just i don't know the, the big difference in my opinion is that bitcoin core you know it doesn't really have like a like people behind it, there's no like public faces to it, you know. While Bitcoin yeah. cash seems to have these big supporters, where like the personalities yeah, yeah, yeah. that pretty much defend the coin. And
0: it it gives um it gives credibility to a coin, definitely.
1: Yeah, and you know if the people were more, I don't know. For example, Litecoin. The creator of Litecoin is known everyone knows who is is Charlie Lee, but the guy is so likable because he doesn't really get into this kind of niche stuff. This niche subject just kind of stays out of it and but these guys are so vocal and sometimes it just do some really weird shit and uh i mean it makes it harder for the coin itself but yeah
0: yeah yeah that, that's that's true
1: i think yoda did like there's some there's a lot of talk about yoda i mean crazy yoda is one of my favorite coins i've been chilling it for a very long time i've always referred to it you know as a very good long-term old, and uh, Iora has, has been quiet for a very long time, you know, price decreasing, some news, but not very impacting stuff. But their technology has always been one of the greatest. They were the first ones to introduce entanglement, which is like a different thing from blockchain, kind of similar, but works in a different way. Yeah. And this week, or these past weeks, they've been doing really good. Um, they have like this massive growth in which in up like in like two weeks' time, they probably increased their price by four times or something, which, you know, it's massive. And uh, they had this deal with Microsoft uh, announced. They pretty much partnered with Microsoft in a very serious way, and also Fujitsu, but you know, that's not really the headline. And um, it's one of a, a real partnership. It's not one of those, you know, cryptocurrencies that say that they're supported by IBM or some shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're you're completely you're completely right. Yota um, is is a really good crypto, and um, the the fact that as you said they've partnered up with Microsoft, it gives so much credibility. And you know Microsoft wouldn't partner up with anybody, right? Um, they need to believe the technology. They are not going to put uh, their company name. In some crypto, whatever shitty coin it is, right? Um, yeah. They if if they do if they do something with with a crypto, it's because they believe in it and it's good and it has credibility and that reflected definitely on the price of uh, Yota. It went up like shit. Uh, like everybody made so much money who had Yota, It was crazy.
1: Yeah, and the thing that they're doing, though, it's not simply a partnership in which Microsoft like says that they're going to use Yora technology. It's it's way bigger than that. They're pretty much working together to create the first cryptocurrency market for Internet of Things. Now, this is so ambitious because these are massive keywords, right? Your cryptocurrency and Internet of Things. Now, Yora obviously focus, focus on the Internet of Things, and it's an emerging field. And pretty much what you're trying to do is create the first market for Internet of Things. So you can think about it as almost like Google inviting some random company to create an App Store or something. So it's pretty massive. And they're also doing it with cryptocurrency. So this is so bullish because, I mean, it's is such a good project. And, uh, I mean, this is massive, really. And not only that, a few weeks ago, they had announced that they actually got for the first time their foundation status. Now they're parting with a lot of companies like left and right. They don't stop. It's crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. And props to them. I always believed in this crypto. It's it's one of the best in my opinion. Just uh, the fact that they use entanglement, which is basically a double-linked <laughs> list for the ones who know how to code. One base was
1: trending on App Store the past week one of, like, literally trending for everyone. You did not need to be into cryptos. It will just appear trending. It's massive. You know, when a cryptocurrency, you know, app or whatever, Coinbase is pretty much the, you know, beginner kind of markets. It's where, where every beginner sort of buys Bitcoin. It was trending on App Store, meaning there's a lot of new interest in buying Bitcoin. Like you said before, like you said in the beginning, a lot of new people coming in. And another, you know... Signal that shows that, that that thing is happening is the fact that for those of you who use Blockfolio, you've probably been having some real problems for the last few days. It's been really slow. It, Blockfolio is not the only service, ser, uh, you know, suffering from this. Uh, a, a lot of exchanges have been having similar problems. Bitfinex at some point, I think, crashed. So uh, even Coinbase, you know, released. You know a statement saying that their servers were like really slow this is because there's a lot of new people coming in and a lot of new people using these services making it so that they get overloaded and um, you know it ends up affecting their servers performance
0: yeah yeah of course Uh, i ended up uh, changing my my portfolio app right now i am using cosmos not sure about you but i like it a lot um, it's really good. I, I recommend you all to use it. It's it's really dope.
1: Um, And uh, I think that's it. I mean, there was also this conservative guy who was, was this hedge, uh, hedge fund manager that said Bitcoin will easily get to 40k by next year. And this is pretty bullish too, coming from a conservative investor, uh, dealing with hedge funds and whatnot, saying it will and I, this is literally quoting easily get 40k next year so i hope it will i'm predicting it will do more because when somebody was very conservative say something like that you can always expect something better um and i think that's it really
0: Yeah, yeah yeah of course
1: so now we're moving on to the investment advice part and like we say every week we will say it again We are not financial advisors. We are simply telling you some coins that we feel are interesting that you should take a look and possibly invest because they might do well within the next week. Um, And so far, I think we have done a pretty good job. If you go back and you look at some of the tips we gave last week and the weeks before, they most of them have been doing well, and a lot of them haven't yet, and uh, usually those we just kept saying them because we actually believe in them, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, storage was one that it did really well. Uh, if you guys followed our advice, um, you made some good money on storage. I mean, like 40% money. <laughs>
1: um, and yeah, I think I've already talked about Yoda, so... Yoda for me, is definitely something that you should look into. Um, yeah. It's Just, a very yeah. good mid and long-term. I mean, long-term returns on Yoda might be insane, really.
0: Um, other than that, I, Lisk, we talked about Lisk last week. Like, I, I really actually believe that Yota is getting to 10 euro. So right now it's at one point two. Uh, Euro, which is more or less $1.5, I guess. I'm not sure if in the last hours it corrected a little bit, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I really believe it should get like $12 or something like that. I really do.
1: I mean, definitely. Uh, I was talking about Lisk. We talked about Lisk last week. We were expecting it to do better this week. It really didn't move a lot, just kind of stayed quiet, dropped a little bit. So I think right now is a very good entry point. They're going to be rebranded. They're a great coin, they do development solutions for people who are trying to develop with blockchain. So, I really like them. I think the rebrand will probably, on the midterm, will bring like a lot of value to the coin. And I think it's a good project.
0: Yeah, so guys, you still have time to bet on Lisk, which I would totally recommend, and Yota. Uh, Yota price is a bit up, but don't worry that's that's super okay because it will grow more. Uh, that's where I think at least. So I also wanted
1: to talk about Moth. Uh, this was one of the candidates for this the coin of the week this week. We choose another one, but it's a very good coin. It, it, it's very it, it has some similarities with Yoda. It also uses EOT as part of their technology but they focus mostly on another industry, which is like the um, delivery shipment uh, industry. And they use smart contracts to make sure that things are shipped and you know things move around and are fulfilled and whatnot. And um, their new coin, they left the ICO in about, uh, probably in less than two months, so they still have that 10x, that 100x potential. They're not even on the top 10 right now, uh, in the top one hundred, I mean, right now, but they're really, really, really good project, um, and you should definitely look into it. It's starting to reverse the price after the ICO. Usually, yeah. the price takes a hit. It already took a big hit, so now it's starting to, you know, do well, and um, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I went to research that coin, and it seemed uh, uh, at the first time it, it would seem like pretty much yota, but then uh, you start realizing that their por- their purposes are are specific and different, uh, which makes them you know um, they can both exist and they can both uh, be good and prosper in the market. Which so yeah, I think it's it's definitely a, an idea to walk through.
1: Yeah. And mod is a way way, way lower market cap right now, so the growth potential is a lot
0: Yeah, yeah, still, I guess.
1: So also there's Pay or Ten X for you for you. For those of you who don't know what 10X does or Pay Token is they, they pretty much distribute this credit card that allows you to buy stuff with Bitcoin directly or I think you have to buy their tokens, but they pretty much do it automatically. Uh, So you pretty much can spend crypto anywhere that accepts a a credit card, they issue their own. And lately they've been doing very well because they've started a few weeks ago, start uh, shipping their first cards. This is also, uh, this is always a big thing when, you know, a company, a crypto company starts actually delivering their product is a very good sign. And um,
0: it's a a sign it's not scam. (laughs)
1: Yeah, definitely, and I mean, usually it takes some time, but when it always pumps the price a little bit because it's actually doing what it's yeah, supposed yeah. to, not only speculation. And pay is at a very good point right now. The price, I'd say, is kind of low, so you should you, you should look into it. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and also Monero. I mean, Monero is one of the most undervalued under coins, in my opinion. They focus completely on privacy. They're the biggest privacy coin. And I think privacy coins just have so much room to grow because it's just something completely different and with a very specific use. And they're probably. Privacy coins are probably the group of coins that have the most um, established product in a way because. Most of other coins are still in development of their products. They're still like only ideas, or at least they're not like fully developed in terms of like they're actually used. But privacy coins are already, most of them at least, are already doing, you know, fulfilling their purpose in a way. And Monero is the perfect example. You know, Monero is supposed to do private uh, anonymous transactions, and it has been doing that for a very long time already. Yeah,
0: and it's been used uh, a lot over the internet. Mostly the the dark web uh, to perform uh, illegal trades, um, and so that shit has been making the price uh, go up a bit. But you know that's 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 the truth, and that's that's what's happened. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: M- not only that, I mean, pr- people just because people want privacy doesn't mean that you know they're going to do something illegal. Yeah, that's true. Definitely, a lot of Monero is used for that. But I think people are. In- have the right for the privacy yeah, of and course, this them yeah, that. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now we can move to the coin of the week, uh, where this week uh, we have some really good uh, already quite mature coin but very good um, with um, growth potential and seems like a very, very good future to me in this coin and it is basic attention token. Um, basic attention token for those who don't know, uh, also known as BAT or BAT, it's basically a coin that a token that allows you to pay websites when you visit them. So, what's the point here? What, what what's happening here? Basically, when you go online, when you go to Twitter or Tumblr or whatever, um, you see the ads of those websites. Hence. You pay them, um, by seeing their ads, right? Because the, the advertisers are going to pay the site and that's how site works. Um, but the point of basic attention token is first, no ads at all. Um, and that's good already. And then if you want to pay your site, you know, if you like it, if you like the experience, you can pay your site. Yeah. You can pay your website. Uh, the website you like the most or whatever, you know. And that, that's really cool in my opinion because it allows you to have some kind of freedom and you can pay the, the amount of money you want to pay to the website you want to pay. You don't have to take up with shitty ads. And I, I think it's fantastic, the idea. They use this browser called Brave and it's based on Chromium so it's totally open source, and I'm using it right now, and it's, it seems really good to me.
1: Yeah, I really like Matt. I think their project is super ambitious. They pretty much are trying to redefine the way monetization for creators work online. I mean, it's super good, because what's been happening lately is that creators online you know, they take a lot of shit because you have platforms like Facebook, YouTube, whatever. This is where they live, pretty much. These are the people that pay them. What happens when we have something like this? You have a lot of problems. Like, YouTube, not long ago, and still does have these problems, in which as soon as they find something mildly mildly inappropriate, which for the most part of times not, not even is, they kind of put these creators on the list of, like... Uh, an content, and then they cannot get paid because brands don't want to associate themselves with these people. And most of the brands don't even look into it; they just kind of do it that way. And um, that's really bad. But there are a lot of other problems. I mean, first problem is Facebook and YouTube and Google and all other companies that do ads. They take a very a very big fat of the cut of those ads for themselves yes so they're cutting cash for uh, creators because it's centralized right and then you have like really annoying ads everywhere and pretty much what Bat does it's very interesting because they allow people to sort of pay directly to the people that they enjoy watching and they don't want to support without having to do much you know The browser itself, if you link it to your, you know, the browser, it's Brave. You've talked about it, and it's a great browser, and I'm also using it because it has a lot of really cool features, including anonymity and a few other things. But the browser pretty much allows you to link your BATs account, your BAT wallet. And you can, like, decide the rates and whatnot, and pretty much every time you're watching somebody, you can just choose to give them BATs. It's super simple. Or you can just passively give them bad For example, let's say you yeah. spend a lot of time watching this YouTuber. You just like be passively giving him low amounts of pet. And if a lot of people do that, that YouTuber, if that YouTuber is a, a an associated partner or a verified partner, I believe, or a verified creator, I think it's how it's called, with basic attention token and Brave, you will get that cash on his on his wallet. So pretty much you will be getting cash without. I don't think even showing ads, just by making content, and I think that's a really ambitious project.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, and
1: they also have this anonymity shield in between the user and the publisher and the, the advertiser that kind of makes it so that these big companies cannot use your data the way they want to. So what happens right now with Google and Facebook is that they use all of your data to create this profile for you, so they can show you ads that... Uh, are more relevant to you. And I can agree with it in a way because, I mean, if an ad is directed towards my interests, I'm probably going to enjoy it or at least uh, not hate it as much as I would with some <laughs> random
0: ad. Yeah. So I
1: think that's good. But then there's also the problem that they just have your information and they can create these really elaborate profiles on you know what you like, on what you see, and whatnot. And yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> so, no,
0: it, it has it has two sides of the same coin, uh, just like everything. But uh, overall, but it, it's it's a really good project. now.
1: so I believe that Brave kind of fixes that problem because I'm not quite sure, but I believe that they allow this information to be used, but they don't allow it to leave your computer. So that's amazing in my opinion. Um, but I really really enjoy this this project. It's better for everyone. It's better for the creators. It's definitely better for the users and it's better for the advertisers because they can target better and they can reduce the possibility of like fraudulent ads or you know paying yeah. to an ad company to then have your ads like on pop-ups or some shit like that no one wants that you know
0: and yeah. i really like the project it's it's really good i, I like it too the thing is let's be realistic I don't. I don't think this is going. Uh, I think. I think that this is going to be good and huge and big. But I don't think this is going to take over centralized ads. You know, I don't think Facebook or Twitter will give their imperium to to some decentralized crypto, because that's how they make money right now, and that's how their uh, their company is based on. So despite this being really good and in the future definitely going to to grow and and being used for more and more from more and more people i don't think the, this is going to surpass centralized advertisement and i don't think it has a way to do it
1: well we can do this the thing that you said about you know facebook not allowing i mean obviously if this becomes big they will probably try to stop it but it's kind of the same as Bitcoin, you know, taking over banks in a way, you know, like banks also don't like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and, you know, normal investment kind of vehicles also don't like those things. So obviously Facebook and Google and other sites will probably put up a fight. But so I think we can move to the shitcoin of the week. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the shit coin of the week is called the champ coin <laughs> yeah <clears throat> it's very cool so it's not it's not that new I mean it has been around since August so two months which you know in a new coin world is a lot of time yeah yeah he wouldn't say so from going to their website. You'd say they're a very new coin because it's pretty much unfinished, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... it's, it's quite typical of shitcoins websites to be yeah, quite so unfinished. Think.
1: Pretty much what coin is, or at least what they claim to be is king of ki- cryptocurrency. So they're the king of cryptocurrency apparently because you're the champ coin that and that's
0: it um, I don't even know like it's 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 so stupid if you guys look at the their their website uh, you can see that it's it's really stupid so like they have have nothing new they have I mean they don't even have tech you know it's it's undone it's it's so shitty. Uh, you, you look at the website and you want to laugh at it, really. Like,
1: <laughs> what, I, mean, I can't that? even describe their website. I mean, they have this stock image, which is like this random girl pointing at the name. It's so stupid. <laughs> and then you go yeah. into the site and you have like, okay, email support. That's great. We have their email right here. And then they say, our technology, proof of work and proof of stake tech technology. And that's it. So and the other massive selling point, because there are three selling points apparently, because these are the three major things on the coin is the email for support, which is revolutionary. I've never seen a coin with a support email. I mean, you have a problem with the coin, you send an email. I mean, how crazy is that? That's completely massive, right? (laughs) I mean, it's It's crazy, right? I mean, and their technology, they have proof of work and proof of stake technology. And that's it. They don't even explain it. They just say they have it. That's it. And (laughs) then they say they have the best return. Why? Because you have a 9% meaning reward every six months. Oh, what the fuck? You keep moving on your website. And you get to this part that that says how we work. And they say they have a powerful blockchain. (laughs) It's very powerful, man.
0: Yeah, sure your chains because
1: you know in blockchain they are like chains and their chains are the most powerful you cannot break them
0: yeah yeah so um, where where the champ coin traded so let's see the champ coin is traded on TCC exchange not, not sure if you guys have heard about it this this
1: is their own exchange uh,
0: uh, yeah <laughs> so yeah it, it it's quite easy you know uh, to have A coin being traded on your own exchange Uh, yeah uh, they pretty much sell them themselves yeah it it gives a lot of credibility about you so yeah definitely this is not one of those coins where you just send your ethereum and uh, they they keep your ethereum and go away no definitely not you know this dope (laughs) okay so uh, here in the where the champ coin trade it is, it says fast transaction processing TCC wallet is the easiest and fastest way to build, to buy and sell the champion coins in world. In world. Wow. They uh, have a lot of typos on the website. <laughs> yeah, you know, they don't even know how to write, you know. Uh, like honestly, they have a they lot know, of typos on their website. Know, uh, yeah, it's just super. Your... If we you go to like the header itself,
1: uh, it, instead of saying features, it's feature only, so it's like they only have a feature.
0: Yeah, and they only have an Android app and it's super, super um, not updated, you know, just, uh, it, the app has like two years since it was updated last time. Uh, they have a Twitter we they
1: literally cannot type in english i'm looking at the um, the instructions on how to use the the champion coin app uh, uh, let, let me read this to you so how to use the champion coin app tcc exchange is world's leading the chain coin company with over 5 million customers now this is bullshit. They don't have 5 million customers. They just, dude, they're
0: just throwing dude, numbers to the end. What the fuck? What the fuck? They, they have like 1,000 followers on Twitter. Like, for real. 1,000. You know, a crypto, which which claims to be the best one, has 1,000 followers on crypto. Dude, they they say they have 5 million customers. They don't have 5 million customers. And their last tweet is from the 18th of March. Probably the day that they ran away with all the money they could.
1: This is stupid. Yeah. We make it easy to buy, sell, store, use and accept TCC securely in world. So the point of their platform is to buy and sell and store and use and accept their coin, that's it. (laughs) So if you wanna know how to use it, this is very simple guys, you have five steps. First, download the Champ Coin app from Play Store, simple. (laughs) Then new user sign up with mobile number, email, I've, with required details and password. So That's there's the a massive typo. I don't even understand what you're saying. <laughs>
0: um
1: uh, whatever, I guess you have to sign up. After <laughs> that, six digit security pin will be created, like ATM pin. Don't forget it because it is required to open the Champion Coin wallet. Uh uh-huh. Then you have to answer two security questions. And if you don't open the app for 2 minutes, the app will directly log you out.
0: Wow, after this opening the app.
1: Now, the last step is really funny. After opening the app, you will you will find your coin if you purchased already. <laughs> <laughs> so This so, is so. like the shittiest coin of like ever this is so stupid because they pretty much just tell you on five steps on how to sign up like they say you have to put your email and then you have to put like a pin it's so stupid like everyone knows how to do (laughs) this you don't need a
0: guy (laughs) okay okay so uh uh, this is definitely the the stupid uh, the, the the most stupid crypto we have Ever covered in these three four episodes <laughs> like this yeah. is just
1: and then, like if you go to the in the header of the site there's two the last two you know links are AP, API section which nobody uses obviously, but if you click on the a p i section you will be directed to an h t m. l. page that like doesn't say much it's just like blank blank text you know just no formatation nothing no images just text and yeah it's... there's like five different things on the API here so I don't even I don't think you can do much with it and then if you go to the blockchain which is supposed to be the block Explorer you just go to this page and there's just a bunch of code and a bunch of text and nothing appears.
0: Yeah, I guess. I think I they can log see
1: every, every transaction in text or something. And if that's the case, there's probably only...
0: <laughs> like 20 transactions, <laughs> 20 tops. 20 tops? No. Yeah, tops, Jesus tops 20 Christ. transactions. It, like, it, the it,
1: these are probably best transactions too, so...
0: Yeah, sure, five million people using it, yeah. 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 Uh, so, I guess that's all for today. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Tune in for next week for more news on crypto. Uh, We'll be covering the markets of this week. Uh, Bitcoin is very interesting. Ethereum, IOTA. Yeah, it will be very good.
1: And yeah, guys, I mean, just never forget one thing. The king of cryptocurrency is the champ coin. (laughs) You have to buy it. You have to buy it. There's no other way um and you have to you will be just one more of their five million users
0: definitely yeah five million in Um, audio
1: also guys next week i'm releasing my own new coin we already have 15 million users it's going to be great you just buy it we're like The best cryptocurrency. Yeah,
0: just send Ethereum for this channel. You know, we won't run away. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We definitely
1: did. We already have fifty million users. Yeah. Of course. Minimum. So yeah. So I think that's it for me too. Bye, Um, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Have a great week.